Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the Monday Moon Muse. I'm broadcasting this a little bit early in the Facebook community, the Vedic Astrology World Family, because these lucky feet are getting ready to roam. Some of you guys know that Uttara Bhadrapada, the lucky, the two lucky feet are my rising stars, and um, that's what happens in my life. The lucky feet take me all over the place, so I'm getting ready to return to India tonight. Um, it's been a really wonderful summer on uh, in the on this Western Hemisphere and the other side of the world. Um, just really, it's been a great time. But all things must pass, and now I'm heading off to my home in India, to Dunagiri, to welcome the devotees of Mahavatar Babaji, who come and stay with us. We have a full house this fall, so I'm really, really looking forward to um, being around uh, uplifting people up in the Himalayas with my dogs, my husband, not necessarily in that order. Um, but anyway, uh, so this is going to be my last moon muse on American soil. Once I'm back in India, the schedule uh, for the live broadcast is going to be a little bit different, unfortunately, because um, of the time difference, but also because of our internet situation. So I'll get it while I can, as usual up there. Um, it is what it is, as my sister would say. <laughs> um, but anyway, so today I want to talk about the week ahead and the moon that starts it all off this Monday, September 25th. And this week, the moon begins with his transit of Shravana. Shravana. Shravana means she who listens or the listening stars. Um, these are the three stars that make up the modern um, constellation called Aquila. Aquila is the eagle. So these are the three stars you can see in Aquila if you have one of those wonderful phone apps where you can point up to the night sky and actually see what I'm talking about. So Aquila or the eagle was known by the Vedic astronomers, the Vedic seers, as Shravana, the listening stars. They're also considered to be the three stars that make up the mantra Om. That's one uh, symbol of the of this constellation, and it relates, of course, to listening. Om is is the universal sound. When we chant Om, we enter into the fourth state of consciousness. Three stars lead us to the fourth. The three syllables of the mantra Om lead us to um, that deep transcendental fourth state of consciousness, which in Sanskrit is known as Turiya. And by the way, if you're at all interested in learning how to chant the mantra Om and to experience some of that silence yourself, you can check out my website. I have courses on Sanskrit and some free um, instructions on 
the traditional way of the Vedic way of reciting the three syllables of Om. So these are the three stars of Shravana, the three syllables of the mantra Om. They're the three states of consciousness, waking, dreaming, and deep sleep. That then leads to the fourth state, which is Turiya, or the transcendental state, the base level of consciousness, the united consciousness, or what uh, Carl Jung called the collective unconsciousness. The three uh, stars of Shravana also are, are considered to be the three footsteps of Lord Vishnu in the Puranas, in the Bhagavata Purana, which is the story of, of the creation of the universe in mythic form. So myth is a wonderful way of preserving information and especially astrological information because the same kinds of patterns repeat over and over again. And when we start seeing the same patterns over again, we can start telling a story. Just like in your own life, when you see the same kind of things happening over and over again, you start to say, oh yeah, okay, this is the story of my life. It's the same thing with the universe. The same things happen over and over again, and we can start making stories about those events, those uh, astrological events, to help us understand the meaning of them. So remember, I've said this uh, in other um, talks that I've given about Vedic astrology, that astrology is not meant to compete with or or um, replace rational thought that we that we have in astronomy or astro astrophysics. That's science, but but science doesn't teach us what something means, and this astrology can really help make sense of things that happen in the universe over and over again. And so myths are always teaching tales. They they teach us about what those patterns mean for us and and how we can work with them in a more enlightened way. So the three the three stars of Shravana are uh, explained in the Bhagavata Purana, the story of the creation of the universe, the, the story of Vishnu and his supremacy as the great maintainer, the preserver of the universe. And Vishnu has nine different incarnations. So Vishnu comes nine different times um, from age to age. So in the Bhagavad, uh, the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna tells Arjuna, Krishna, of course, is the incarnation, one of the incarnations of Vishnu. He tells Arjuna that from age to age, whenever there's a decline in dharma, whenever there's a, a decline in the right alignment with the natural laws of the universe, I incarnate to rescue and save humanity. So he does this nine times. And in one of the um, incarnations, he comes as a dwarf. This is when he comes as Vamana, Vamana the dwarf. And incidentally, this story is retold in the Hebrew Bible as the story of David and Goliath, the tiny 
boy taking on this huge giant. It's the same thing with Vishnu being born as Vamana. He's born as a dwarf to defeat this giant demon, Bali. And um, so just like Krishna tells Arjuna, he promises that from age to age, I'll be reborn to eliminate the the evil, the asuric energy. So Vamana approaches, Vamana, Vishnu as Vamana, approaches Bali, knowing that Bali has one weakness, one major weakness, and that is he can't say no. <laughs> if somebody asks something of him, he will, he has to grant that wish. So Vamana goes to Bali and he says, I would like for you to give me as much land as I can cover in three strides. And Bali looks at Vamana and says, of course, you know, how much, how much land can you take from me? I'm sovereign king of the whole universe. Your three little footsteps aren't going to make a dent in how much I lord over. So of course, I'll give you the, I'll give you the boon. So, so as soon as he grants him the wish, Vishnu takes his first step and he conquers the earth. In the second step, he conquers the mid-heavens, and in the third step, he conquers the entire universe, thus defeating Bali. So these three footsteps uh, are, are really significant for um, our, our rightful alignment of thought for the next week. What are the three footsteps? They're the three times that we have to do things sometimes. You know, there's that expression that everything happens in threes, and it does. Everything does happen in threes. That's significant that we're supposed to pay attention to. If the same sign appears three times, like even in reading the Vedic birth chart, that means that karma is fixed. Sometimes it takes three times to get something right. Um, three attempts. This is the, the energy of Shravana. It's, it's, it's long lasting. So if you feel defeated by some effort that isn't bearing instantaneous fruit, bear this in mind that maybe it takes a second and even a third time to finally succeed in something. Having a long-term view is the most valuable mindset, I think, to begin the week with. Don't look in terms of the short-term defeats. Vishnu is preserving energy. Shravana is the energy of that which lasts forever and ever and ever. Um, it's also, uh, Shravana is also the domain of the the Vedas and the Vedic style of education, which I think is really interesting. So Shravana means to listen, to listen and repeat. So the Vedas are an oral tradition um, that has been preserved. Now they're saying maybe even 20,000 years, they're showing the evidence, and probably even older, of this unbroken 
continuous oral body of knowledge called the Vedas. I mean, this is amazing. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of verses in Sanskrit that are memorized orally from teacher to student um, in eight different patterns. So literally forward and backward, these verses are memorized by Vedic pundits and have preserved the knowledge of the Vedas in this form. Like we tend to think that if everything is written down, it's preserved. And, and you know, there's that story of Alexander the Great when he was uh, invading India and he came upon a village of learned Brahmins in Kashmir. And he said, you know, I hear you're a very learned culture. Bring me all of your books. I would like to house them in my library in Alexandria. And the Brahmins just brought him like, you know, a basket full of decaying palm leaves. And Alexander said, well, how is this possible that India couldn't be such a learned culture and your books are rotting away like this? And the Brahmin said, oh, no, 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 our books are in our heart. They're inscribed there. You never will be able to take our book from us. These are just the notes that we write down, like the crib notes. So this is something to bear in mind as we, as we enter the week ahead that in the short term, you may face some setbacks. Um, but in the long term, you, you have to realize that you'll get better with time. And all of us do, actually. Even even the worst person, I think, gets better in time. Time is the great healer. So this is the view that we want. This is also the listening stars. And it was really interesting as I was looking at the array of planets and how they're all lined up this week. Um, they're all in deeply introspective stars. Like I was wondering, you know, nobody's on this, nobody's uh, in the community right now also because I'm coming on earlier. I'm supposed to come on at six. But this is kind of like how it is everywhere. People are really going inward. This is a time of great introspection. Um, Saturn is retrograde in the star constellation Shatabishak, which is symbolized by a cave or an enclosure, the cave of the heart. Jupiter is retrograde in the star constellation Barani, which is like the the land of the dead, the transcendental state, state beyond the senses. And then we have Venus going into the Gandanta. What the Gandanta is, is the karmic knot as he moves from the sign of Cancer into Leo, um, uh, through the star constellation Ashlesha, which is the coiling stars, the inward spiral. And then Mercury, you know, is direct, but Mercury is with Pubba, which is the cat taking a nap in the hammock. It means the mind is taking a rest, which is, which is a good thing. Nature is taking a rest also as it gets ready to transition into the next cycle. So everything in the sky is about turning inside and and 
listening very deeply to what your inner calling is. This is the meaning of shravana. You know, very, very few people actually really listen, if you notice. <laughs> like when we're talking in conversation, it's like, you know, most people like to, you know, hear themselves talk or they only hear like what they want to hear. But Shravana makes us hear beyond the words, to listen to the silence beyond the noise, to tune into that reality. Everything in the sky right now is supporting that that inward journey. So if things like in the outward world are taking some time or, you know, you tried something and kind of struck out the first time, know that you have several more shots. You have at least two more to get it right. And, um, and in the long run, everything will, will resolve itself. Um, this is the hope of the constellation Shravana. So um, these are my thoughts for this week's Moon Muse. Uh, like I said, this is my last one on American soil. Next week I will be uh, delivering this from India, and um, uh, <laughs> which will be really you know, a whole other energy on the other side of the planet, but such is the way of the lucky feet, such is the way of Ahir Budanya, my, my uh, uh, deity, the planetary deity that rules over the lucky feet. Ahir Budanya is this very interesting character in the Vedas. He's the serpent of the deep, but he's actually a celestial deity. He He flies through the sky. So... Um, I'm connecting with my Ahir Budanya energy as I get ready to board the plane here in a few hours. Um, anyway, w wishing you all a happy, happy fall, a little bit late, but happy fall equinox. And um, look forward to the next season as we head into October. We'll be heading into eclipse season. And I'll be talking all about the eclipses. Actually, enjoy this pause uh, that we have, especially this week with Moon and Shravana and all the planets in these deeply introspective places. Uh, because October is a really dynamic month astrologically. A lot of stuff going on in October. So I'll be sharing all that with you on upcoming Moon Muses and if you don't have your moon sign report, if you'd like to know your Vedic moon sign, you can visit um, VedicMoonSigns.com and enter your information and get a free report about your Vedic moon sign. So it's a way to kind of get your feet wet and start learning about your own Vedic birth chart, starting with the moon. All right, everybody, until next week, sending you lots of love. Bye.